podcast time well, that's right ben for tools is proud to present a home improvement podcast my name is adam and you all know my co-host jordan hey jordan hi adam how are you <laughs> so 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 good <laughs> episode 129 uh yeah this is not a milestone episode or anything so i guess we're just gonna phone it in is that the plan well you know we'll, we'll put our best foot forward best feet forward uh mm. we we'll both have two feet but uh i'm not gonna be ableist here <laughs> you don't know uh, that you haven't seen me in a while I haven't seen you in a while. I, I I may see you in a month or so, but we'll talk about that later on. And also, we should talk about that personally, if that's going to happen or <laughs> I was going to say, this, this might be news to me. I don't know. <sighs> I'm coming to Florida in May. All right. Well, um, I'm busy. Sorry. Hey, you know, all, all month. All month. That's all right. Uh, Jordan, you know, no one that listens to this is in Milwaukee, so I won't <laughs> worry about dating it, but big blizzard here today uh, and this is after having like 70 degree temperatures the last week or so or a couple days so uh i'm feeling a little disheartened and and frankly i'm kind of happy to have home improvement to talk about because i think it might get me in a better mood yeah something to take your blues away yeah because i you know i had big plan i was going to walk up to pfizer what you know doing some special bucks playoff stuff outside the yeah. stadium and i was excited and you know, it's just too snowy out, unfortunately. Mm. So, yeah. On the other end of the spectrum here, it's like 90 and You sunny, know, I always so. thought you were a coward for running to Florida, <laughs> but now I'm beginning to wonder if you, maybe you knew something I didn't all along. <laughs> I think you probably knew that Florida was warm. Mm, <laughs> you might be selling yourself really short. <laughs> I thought you just liked oranges. Well, you know, you'd be surprised at how the lack of oranges around here now, but what are you going to do? Oh, man. Oh, tell me more about that, but not this episode and, and maybe let's tease it for 10 139 you know i bet you in some episode they're going to mention oranges and then when they do we'll come back to this all right and if they don't it's not you know it's not meant all to right. be home and podcast listeners go ahead and put that in your notebook <laughs> for day. all right go ahead and remind <laughs> us is there anyone who has a notebook who's writing things down if you are uh, i want to see it <laughs> for, sh- for sure and i want to know what you're writing if you are uh i'll comp you for it mm. adam I wanted to bring up a segment that a dear friend of ours... <laughs> a segment? Well, you know, we always have segments. Yeah. Uh, Legal Eagle, you know, in, oh, in honor yeah. of Dan. Yeah. So we've got... Was. We've heard a few times uh, mm-hmm. from Carmen Finestra and I think a couple of the actors, yeah. maybe maybe Billy Reback mentioned this too, about the contentious n- nature between home improvement creator, uh, production studio, Wind Dancer, and... Mm-hmm. Disney and the legal problems there, and we've got an update. Yeah, hot off uh, the presses. Extra, extra. The... Read all about it. Read all about it. This is. Do you on... think Randy wrote this story? Because <laughs> he is going to be a journalist in this week's episode. No, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I don't know. I'm sorry. Carry on. Spoiler it was alert. Worth it though to get that in there. Totally sure. worth it. Yeah. So we found this on cinemablend.com. I think it was mm-hmm. originally reported on the Hollywood Reporter, but. The uh, title article written by Gina Carbone says, Home Improvement Creators' $40 million lawsuit against Disney is finally moving forward. So, it's let's get some actually, traction. I actually read it on Country Living. The title <laughs> of the article was, LOL, you won't believe what Wind Answer's up to now. LOL, emoji face. LOL. Uh, brand new legal s- lawsuit. Yeah. Just. <laughs> 
they're reporting on the one from 1995 or <laughs> yeah, something? Yeah, the, origi- the original one. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I so have this... so many good bits, I just have to keep interrupting you. I know. It's all right. That's all right. I, I appreciate it. So, uh, yeah, they've, they're, you know, the $40 million, it says without interest, so I guess that's pretty generous of Windancer. Um, so does that mean... What does that mean? I, I assume that that meant that the $40 million figure was something they came to, uh, and then they'll add interest later on, so it'll end up being higher, or, or is that wrong? Oh, I think they were just, I thought they were just coming with like a flat number to try okay. to, I don't okay. know, come, Got it. Okay. meet somewhere in the middle. Sure. But, sure. you know, there's a little bit of discussion here about whether it should be just decided by a judge or a jury, with mm-hmm. each side having a, a preference. Uh, but mostly this, this relationship, as we've maybe discussed a little bit before, is... Uh, the Wind Dancer production group does not believe they were fairly compensated for um, profits from the show, for syndication, yeah. for all that types of stuff. So uh, we're moving forward. There's going to be, it looks like, a jury um, that's going to be seeing it. A trial has been, a trial date has been set for June 3rd. So oh, coming yeah. up in a couple months here, and, and we'll see what the judge does going forward. Is it going to be? Trial by bench or trial by jury, trial by fire. We know it'll be that for sure. <laughs> this is <laughs> pretty interesting because we have been hearing about this for, I mean, I, I, you know, pretty much since we started the podcast, I think we've been reading and hearing about this. So to, mm-hmm. to see it play out in real time uh, will be interesting. And I don't, you know, I suspect, I, I kind of wonder how certain is it that it's going to go to trial? There's no chance that they're just going to settle. We're kind of past that point. It just seems unlikely if it yeah, came it this far. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it seems like someone else is going to have to make the decision, either jury or judge. But sure. it, it looks like in this article they were talking about how the show Bones, which is one of your yeah. favorites. <laughs> they used to call me Bones, actually. Adam Bones. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they recently had a similar lawsuit, and the creative team for Bones uh, won quite a bit of yeah, money I, out I of did Fox. Hear about that. So. Yeah, well, you know, so, that's dirty uh, business. you gotta, you got to pay your pay your talent. These big corporate companies are just—they they can be dirty. Um, I heard that Disney is in trouble. They're just not making enough money. So yeah, it's like, come on, guys, you can't—you can't pay these guys like you know they're fair due. You're making a billion dollars off of Iron Man four and all that crap, Jordan. I mean, come on, get real. <laughs> I mean, get real, Iron Man four. No, that's not going to happen. Did you uh, did you see the uh, did you see the lineup for the Disney streaming service that's coming out in November? Well, I, I saw the. At Home Improvement Reunion Twitter page, they took Bob Iger. Is that his name, Bob Iger? That's correct, yes. Okay, they took his tweet and they said, yeah, where's the friggin' Home Improvement content on the picture? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, like, yeah, that's not going to be a priority for them. You know, they got, like, the Mandalorian or uh, like They have, like, actual, like, yeah, that was funny. That was a funny response. They were like, yeah, yeah, why don't you have Home Improvement on there? Come on. Yeah, well, you know, Disney owns the controlling stake in Hulu too. So it's already available on something for them. So oh, I, don't think... I, I don't know if I knew that. That's interesting. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I don't, I don't know that it's a hundred percent owned by them, but I think they own 51% or whatever or more. Now, is so the service, uh, would this be something that you would be interested in? I can, I, I'll, I'll say that I, I won't be getting it probably, but what about you? You know, I had questions about what was going to be on there, but yeah. the, I read, uh, an article with all the stuff that's on mm-hmm. there. It has a lot of the, initially when it comes out, a lot of the backlog mm-hmm. of the cartoon yeah. stuff, yeah. which would be good for kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it has, a lot more um, Marvel like movie stuff than I thought. So like they're gonna have a Loki movie. They're gonna have some other that, stuff related. That, that is strictly on the service. Like yes. this Loki movie is not gonna go to theaters then. 
Yes, yep. And okay. there's going to be a couple other movies like that with uh, the girl who plays the Scarlet Witch. I'm and, not a big Loki fan, but... Uh, well, some, he he's obviously has... A lot of people a, a, call a, him LOL Loki because he's so funny well, in those I movies. <laughs> That's only you, I think. Because <laughs> he's always like, oh, man, you think Loki's gone, he comes back. Um... Well, I guess I would get... say, I didn't answer, I guess, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, sorry, sorry. What do you get? What do you get uh, it's 6.99. Uh I would say, and then they also have some other like behind the scenes like Disney Imagineer stuff that I would be interested in. So I are would they, say yes. I are would... they pulling other stuff from Netflix and Am- will they be pulling their, their I think stuff eventually from they will be phase it out um, as, little, you know, as, as fast as they can. Yeah, yeah they're going to be, you know, they have contracts and stuff in sure. place for that, but like yeah. I think initially what comes out is going to be like the most recent Pixar stuff. Um, I think Captain Marvel, the most recent Avengers movies, um, the Star yeah. Wars, all the Star Wars movies will be on there, and then the new stuff that you talked about. And there's a few new series that they're creating, like a Monsters Inc. series and stuff. So, oh yeah, I heard about that. Billy Crystal and, and uh, Goodman are coming back. So wow. lots, lots and lots of stuff on there. I'm interested. I'll, I'll I'd check be interested it out. in the the Star Wars TV show. I think that there's some cool people in that. That sounds kind of kind of good. Yeah, and um, they're doing like a bunch of side projects with that too. So sounds friggin' trill. Um, yeah, the Loki movie. I think you call it Loki, and he's a stand-up <laughs> comedian in New York. I uh, thought you were of, saying Loki, L O W K E Y. No, Loki, L O L K I, or however you spell it. He, it's like Miss Maisel era fifties <laughs> New York. I don't know if there's time travel in the <laughs> universe. I assume you can, and, and he's just trying to, you know, bootstrap mentality, trying to. Trying to make it in the circuit. Sounds like a cool idea. Sounds like uh, a cool idea. Back yeah, to the sure. article at hand. You know, I'm rooting for these home improvement guys. Hope they get their money out of uh, out of uh, Disney. We will. We will keep everyone informed. So that's that's uh, hot off the presses. We should call Carmen and get his like weekly uh, like updates from him. I, he probably can't say anything, but yeah, we should. You're right. <laughs> he seems like the kind of guy that might want to hear himself talk a little bit. So. <laughs> I don't think it would be that much arm twisting involved feel- to get him to talk about his own life. Hey man, feel free to reach out. <laughs> yeah man, you got I'll, I'll let you follow up on that one. Sure, uh, sure, sure, sure. All right, that's the uh, this week's edition of Legal Eagle, and that with that, <laughs> with that, we're gonna move on to the episode. Unless you have anything else to talk about, do you no. want to te- do you want to tease a couple other things that we want to talk about in the future? Cool. Yeah. Um, Baseball jo- season. Yeah, Jordan wants to... You, you explain that one. You, it you pin it on... I like that you pin it on me. Uh, it's baseball season. I haven't been watching much, but I know you are. You're a big mm-hmm. Tigers yeah. fan. We're both yeah. Tigers fans. So uh, we were thinking about fielding a home improvement baseball team. What position would each player play? Where would they be in the batting order? Yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a lot of thought and dedication to something that is really not worth our time. But we're going to do it anyways. Because I got that's a spoiler why we're for everybody. Mark's batting last and he's playing left field. <laughs> I thought thought he was batting cleanup. <laughs> yeah. then you need to clean him up after he craps himself. <laughs> what does that mean? All right. We're going to edit that out. Um, okay. My idea is uh, recasting home improvement with current television actors that are age appropriate. Maybe film actors as well. Uh, so we're gonna make things. the audience we're gonna make the audience vote and they have to choose one. Oh, good idea! Yeah, we'll each bring two to the table and then we'll do a million the, polls. The other, That's great content. The, <laughs> the other one will be only on Patreon. Yeah, I already know who my Al's gonna be. <laughs> the other one's not gonna be on Patreon. There's no one's gonna hear it. <laughs> trying right. to mil- milk this cash cow dry, oh, just like so just like so Disney. Much money. Yeah, there's so much money in that. Yeah, yeah. Wind Dancer's gonna be suing us next. You gotta be careful. Oh, oh yeah. All right. Well. 
let's move into the episode then. Maybe if we talk generously about Workshop till you drop, they'll uh, they'll treat us kindly. So yeah, I don't know if I can, but I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> All right, episode one hundred and twenty nine, Workshop till you drop, written by Charlie Hawk. Charlie Our, Hawk. Yeah, this is I think his second one. Alarmed by Burglars was the first one. If you recall those people popping up and all the alarms going off and Brad not, well, trying to cheat off of yeah. Jason. Yeah, that was bad. Scary. That yeah, was too. bad. Kind of scary ending. Super scary. Makes you it think. Aired on October 1st, 1996. Uh, that's about it for, there's no trivia or notes, I believe. So let's talk about alternative titles. I have three really poor ones. I have three as well. Uh, I had a tough time. I also had a tough time, so I'll lead off here. Sounds good. Broken-hearted bud. Okay, not bad. My first one is Mission Critical. Mission Critical. She's critical. I don't know. Mission okay. Critical is like I don't know. You hear it sometimes. I don't have a lot of. I don't. Yeah, feel I have very one strongly about it. I have one very similar to that, so I'll I'll share that now. Uh, great expectations. That's a good one. Um, all right. Here's my next one. Leave me a scone. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's for sure the best one. I don't even have to say my last one to know it. Okay. Uh, Ladlegate. Well, I mean, in the title, it's in the episode, but yeah, I know. Sure. You, I did, know. you did have a tough time, didn't you? Yeah, I did. All right. My last one, and I've workshopped this one with Kirsten, and she, <laughs> she didn't like it at all. She was receptive. Um, okay. Extra, extra, Rand all about it. Randy. <laughs> Rand all about it. Well, your girlfriend's very kind. I'll say yeah. that. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just made some coffee, so I think she felt was feeling generous. But, uh, right. yeah, that's it. She didn't want you to burn the coffee or anything. Okay. All right. <laughs> Clearly, you don't understand how coffee making works. I've had zero coffee in my whole life. I don't, so. it's a, isn't it bad when coffee's burned? Oh, I hate that. Oh, you it's the worst. It the, you leave it on the pot too long. It gets it's burned. the worst. Interestingly enough, uh, let me go first, then you go. Workshop till you drop. <laughs> they're going to do an episode in like three years called Do Up till you drop. So they're going to kind of repeat this. Mm. Well, we never do that on our alternative titles. <laughs> All so. right, now your turn. Beat that. <laughs> I was going to say, I have poured one cup of coffee in my whole life, and uh, it was for, an. In- this person came in for an interview, and I went mm-hmm. and... This, I- <laughs> I was in the front. I was at the front desk, and they were. Like, I was like, "Do you want a coffee?" And no one ever says yes. They're like, "No, yeah. I'm fine." He said yes, so I had to go back there, and I didn't ask him any questions. I just took the. the co- <laughs> and you kind of felt like you were being interviewed because you were so nervous to pour this cup. Your hand was shaking. I was like, "Oh no! Why did I even ask? I should have just offered water." So I got the co- I got the coffee, poured it in there. Uh, I thought, hmm. I feel like in movies they do <laughs> they do some cream. And a little bit of sugar, so I did that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and brought it back, and yeah. he he was like, "Wow, how'd you know that I like my coffee this way?" Is that what he said? Yeah. And you said because that's just how everybody. Would have it. <laughs> I said I just knew it. I just did that knew person it. get the job, or did they like? I don't know. Did you never see him? Again? I don't. I don't remember. Um, but I'm assuming they just said that because they wanted to win my favor. You <laughs> and know? that man became my boss. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the story of the only cup of coffee i've ever it's poured, funny that so. you know not only do you not drink coffee you don't even seem to really understand how it works 
It's a very confusing concept. That's the that's the wrinkle that I don't I don't quite follow. <laughs> but okay, well that was a good story. Yeah. You know, I only have so much space up in my head, and I don't want to devote it to the coffee. So yeah, not en- not enough space, I say. <laughs> All right, you start. All right, open at home. We've got the boys. Uh, Randy comes in, and we get the news that extra extra. Randy gets to write for the school paper. And we learned that Jill did the same thing back in her day. I don't think anyone's surprised by that. But there's some jokes here uh, about how back in her day they had to do it by pigeon or something like that. So yeah, good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Jill's real old. Brad says, first story. I got, I got your first scoop. Let's do the Brad story. All about Brad. He kind of turns that off. I kind of think that, I that don't know. That would be a good story. Brad really kind of, you know. He seems he was, popular. He's popular and he was you know, he was going down the wrong path for a while, and he seems mm. to really, of course, corrected. So I think there might be something to that. That might be a good human interest story, but he uh, he neglects that, and then Mark slides in, and he says, what about me? And then I think Randy <laughs> just punched him in the face. Is that what happened? Mark, Mark uh, came in, crapped his pants, had to clean him up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, he is, there's like a joke where it's like, it's like the joke is, that's not even a line, that's a question, Mark. Uh, it was weird. I don't really. I didn't really get the joke, but there's question mark at the end of it, which was strange. I think yeah, it was supposed to be mark question mark. I yeah, it could have benefited from maybe another watch of this episode, but <laughs> it's all right. I well, I personally think it would have been worse for us. So, Randy's shirt is. Uh, he has just a massive collar on his shirt, like se- like oh, it's like I a did 70s, not notice. 70s style shirt with a really pointy collar. It would remind you of uh, mm, I don't know something out of Saturday Night Fever or something. Oh, wow. Yeah, I did not notice that. So, good luck, I guess. Uh, Tim comes home. Here's the news. And Tim thinks that Randy got a job, 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 <laughs> job. job, job. Well, that's the funny thing is, is that he thinks it's that very same job, right? Yeah, he thinks but, it's yeah. the delivering papers that yeah. Brad did a while ago. So, yeah. he doesn't quite understand the writing for the paper th- type of thing. Uh, but he does get very excited. He's, he's talking about the bike they're going to get and all this kind of stuff. And then he's kind of let down and he still wants to get the bike. So, you know, I was disappointed. I thought I, and I'm sure you felt the same way. Hope we were going to get more out of, uh, his, uh, journalism career in this uh, episode. We don't really get much out of it. Uh, but I was also excited to have the opportunity to talk about gotcha journalism. <laughs> oh man, it's been a while. So <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time, but I really, you know, I really can't because they don't go into it deep enough. So. Well, I think this might be one of those times where they're planting a seed and we might yeah, see it a little so. bit later. So yeah, I hope so. so. Uh, did you, I'm going to say you maybe, did you ever write for any kind of school paper? No. Were you going to say that I did? No, I was going to guess that you hadn't, but sometimes there's things about you I don't know, like like your coffee pouring <laughs> coffee. story. I assumed you'd have done that at least three times. But. Uh, nope, that's it. The one and only. So, uh, yeah, no no, no paper writing for me. Uh, I, I know everything about you, and I know you didn't. So I did. I did. Uh, Dang it! <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry to disappoint you. Uh, well, it, I did one like elementary school, and then I wrote one story for my college newspaper, the Western Herald. El- Wait, hold on. They have an elementary school? Yeah, Seipel had one. Wow, Seipel is uh, I think a bit Kyle more advanced. Mom, Kyle Bro's mom wrote a lot of the articles. <laughs> okay. Well, I gotta I gotta give Seipel some credit. I thought you guys were a little bit different. Everybody thought we were podunk out there. Next thing you know, we're inventing yellow journalism. <laughs> country, <laughs> country bumpkins, but you're doing some hard-nosed journalism. <laughs> I'll tell you what, yeah, we're getting the bottom of, what is it? Walt crawlers <laughs> at the corner of uh, M15 and Coldwater. Um... <laughs> No, well, I'm Brad, not surprised that you did it in uh, did it in college. Yeah, but it was just what? one article, and it was about 
how much I like garage sales. It was just kind of an op-ed. How'd you get into that? I was just really surprised they published it. Uh, One of the girls that worked for the paper played on my co-rec flag football team. Oh, and they were looking for content, so they came right to you. Yeah, naturally, it's the first place you go to when you're looking for content. (laughs) And you get good stuff like garage sales. You get, like, how much I like garage sales. (laughs) One and done. So can I find that online, or is that just uh, in print only? I bet you could. Uh, I'd say go ahead and don't. <laughs> you, but I can sell well, it up for you. You've read a lot get... of my writing. I think you get it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just probably very like introspective. And, sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It just it's you somehow connect garage sales to the meaning of life. So yeah, exactly right. Pretty yeah. impressive. So all right. But, well, well, interesting. Okay. If we do find it, we'll we'll post it on Twitter, right? Sure. Yeah. Well, we'll see. <laughs> Don't make any promises yeah. you can't keep I'm not going to say for sure. Well, I'd have to read it first. But All right. At home later, Randy comes in. Uh, Tim is there. Randy has this, his first scoop, his first story, and it's Ladlegate. The lunch lady is serving a vegetarian meal with a contaminated ladle. Sounds fishy. Yeah. It's uh, cross-contamination. Who I didn't know that was on people's radar back in 1996, but yeah. How many vegetarians do you think there are at his high school i mean if a grad if the graduating class is let's say 200 i'm <laughs> guessing like five maybe total yeah well they have a whole meal dedicated to him so there yeah you i go. think you legally have to but yeah jill comes in uh mm-hmm. she's wondering if tim has any plans on sunday because there's an all-day couples therapy workshop that she'd love to go to uh tim initially says that he doesn't have any plans but then changes his tune once he hears what the plans would be if jill got to pick them right uh, and jill does this thing where i think we've seen this before but she tricked him and said oh it's actually on saturday and you're free that day so jill says you know we got to go to therapy it's just like car maintenance you, you prevent things from going wrong by doing routine maintenance and tim tries to get out of it he says go on your own but uh i think he's gonna have to go I know he's gonna have to go because I watched. Otherwise, it's gonna be a weird episode. <laughs> it's gonna be boring. <laughs> sitting at home. All right, I'll let you next... take. Uh, I'll let you take tool time because it's hey, your lot, favorite man. part. I love this part. Yeah. Um, tool time. Maintaining tools in the workshop, Jordan. Mm, tool maintenance, convenient. Yeah, we're talking about uh, you know pretty much what you'd expect. They're going through. They got a bunch of different tools, and they're talking about how to maintain them. Uh, there's a mention of a. Is it like a, is it a bar? What's the what's the terminology? It's something bar. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> uh, There's like a joke. I, my my notes are bad, but it was like, eh, whatever. Never mind. Skip I it. remember the no, n- nomadic tool joke instead of yeah, pneumatic. Well, they mentioned a bar called the Pig's Knuckle in Traverse City, and I wondered. Oh if, yes, yes, yes. I wondered if that was real or not. Did you come to any mm. any conclusions on that? I did not look that up, but I can look it up right now. It sounds like it terrible name for a bar uh i'm looking here oh it looks like it is pig knuckles and yeah must be maybe it's a spot that tim allen actually likes yeah it has a yelp yeah it's real wow we gotta get up there well anyways um <laughs> we gotta get up there we gotta get up there you love bars uh you know the scene goes on they uh tim is putting some oil in looks like a drill to me could have been something else uh but he over oils and uh, the the very oil that we've just mentioned it goes all over Al's shirt. Oh man, that's gonna come back later too. <laughs> Not really though. <laughs> only only they're gonna mention it again. <laughs> yeah, they make a joke about uh, 
fixing Al's spare tire next. So Oh uh, yeah, that's just mean. Al's getting getting the brunt here. I know, well, and Al he he needs some therapy of his own. Next scene, after the show, um Bud is uh he's sitting on the side and he's he's very somber. Come to find out Jordy's getting a divorce. No broken hearted Bud. We just saw him going bowling not that long ago. Um Yeah. Gene is no longer his lover. No, uh, we don't really find out why, just that he maybe wasn't that great of a husband. Yeah, I think it was, like, communication. That was the big thing that he mentioned, so. Bud is very rich, and we find out how rich he is, because he mentions having, like, servants and, and so on, which surprised 18, me. 18 room nan- mansion. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, find, I didn't know he had so much money, and I didn't know Benford pockets were so deep. Um... He's uh he's in a tough way and uh, he's actually in such a tough way that when Al comes over he asks Al what he and his mother are doing uh, <laughs> that very evening and, and I think they're going to play bingo and uh, Bud decides he wants to join him because he's just so alone and, and kind of destitute. Poor guy. Yeah, and he does mention here too that he should have been more open minded when she wanted to get help. So that you know yeah. that really leads to Tim thinking, uh oh, I guess I should go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought the asking Al. Asking to hang out with Al's mother was kind of funny. Yeah, I think it worked well. They've been building yeah. up to it for a while. Yeah. So. so. Yeah. At the workshop, Jill runs into a friend, um, must be from class, and she's done a few of these before, and her husband uh, is Howie, who we'll see quite a bit of, and so he's he's done great, um, but he sobs like a baby, and so we'll see that a few times. And Tim is a little bit nervous, uh, as I suppose you would be if you've never done something like this. And Jill says, just be open and honest. And Tim, in response, writes Al on his name tag, which, again, I thought that was a pretty clever little joke. Not bad. Uh, I want to talk about Howard. Howie. Uh, Howie Howard is played by Sherman Howard, Jordan. Wow. Sherman, Sherman, Sherman. Sherman, Sherman, Sherman. Hercules. Hercules, Um, Hercules. Come on, Cletus! Come on, Cletus! <laughs> you just like doing that because it's close to your grandpa character, which, by the way, is a lot better than the the, the home improvement grandpa characters. That's so right. So this guy, um, 114 credits to his name, but some notable ones, Jordan. This guy is in a Seinfeld episode, and I remembered it as soon as I saw it. He plays Roy, who is Elaine's boyfriend, and makes uh, like art out of triangles. Yeah. George buys a bunch of the art, and then the guy like gets sick, and he, I don't know. The art ends up being useless, but. That's that guy. Uh, I like him in that. Uh, and here's an even more interesting one. He's in the Stand miniseries, which I quite like, and you know, obviously a big Stephen King fan, playing a character named Dr. Dietz. Whoa, that's yeah. too close for comfort for I me. Know, isn't, that, isn't that freaky? Dr. Dietz. Uh, he's also in Lethal Weapon 2 and Day of the Dead. Uh, but Howie, he cries a lot. I guess he's funny. I don't know. It's all right. Maybe one cry too many for me. Maybe they went to the well too many times, but uh, that's not how... I mean, I, I like them because, you know, shares my namesake, but, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, they do cry. They do <laughs> cry a lot. Shares my namesake. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No wonder you like... You were telling me before, like, Howie's going to be your season MVP and stuff, and I was wondering <laughs> why. Howard, I almost named the title uh, Howard's End after another episode. <laughs> we should have. That would have been we better than some of the ones we came up uh, with. I know. Uh, there, I don't know if you mentioned him yet, but I'll just do it now because we're kind of pausing. But the okay. uh, group leader is uh, Dr. Emery, played by Jim Jansen. This guy I thought was very familiar. I don't know if you felt yes. that way as well. A yeah. uh, lot of credits, 130. Um, Water for Elephants film, Gilmore Girls, Death Becomes Her, AI Artificial Intelligence, a lot of TV shows. I couldn't find one that necessarily stood out for 
knowing him for that role, but uh, this guy is a is a very very familiar face, I would say. So, was he in Friends? Did it say that? Because I feel like that's where I saw him. But I'm getting I down could be here. Wrong. Did you say Murder by Numbers? Oh, you said Friends. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't see Miracle in Lane Two, which is the Frankie Muniz uh, soapbox derby, derby movie. That's a good one. Mm, we should do a mm. Patreon on that. Hey, he's in some Step by Step episodes. No, I don't oh. see friends. Sorry. All right. Well, I guess sometimes you're wrong. Later. <laughs> sometimes you're wrong. <laughs> Later workshop is underway. Uh, they do this exercise that's something you might not know about me to try to get them to mm-hmm. open up a little bit. Tim gets to go first, and he redirects right away, and you know he's, he's still feeling uncomfortable, and Jill apologizes for him. He says he's a newbie, and she's the grad student, uh, and Dr. Emery says, yeah, you wrote all about that in your application, and so he already is kind of off on the wrong foot with Jill yeah. at this and point. Her, and so. her GPA, she's bringing up her GPA too much, which happens to be a 4.0. Whoa! By the way, you, not buying that she's a four She seems like she's struggling no. with every assignment. Yeah, I mean, either she's just like one of those people who I don't know works harder than they have to, or something, or she's just lying she's, here. I don't know. Do you think she might be like the Joker from Batman, and that she sort of thrives under the chaos? <laughs> I did hear her say, "I just want, sometimes you just <laughs> want to watch the world burn." <laughs> so. I, she, I, she went up to the therapist and she said. I don't know how I got these scars. <laughs> she kept asking my, everybody to smile. It was my weird. My dad was a drinker. <laughs> she said to Howie, let me put a smile on your face. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All know. right. And then he just she just had a really, really scary laugh. So Yeah. 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 That's her in a nutshell. Uh, so well, I thought Dr- it was weird when she made that pencil disappear. <laughs> That's enough. Okay. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> all right uh he then shift that the doctor the doctor in charge here he shifts to a veteran howie who we mentioned earlier and howie immediately breaks down and cries before he can finish his story uh, of something he you might not know about him uh tim stops him and tries to get him to pace himself but he also offers a scone yeah scone gets a lot of play in this episode a lot of play adam i said, I said scone like it's like a <laughs> yeah, scone. Yeah, this is a good episode for scone. Mr. Scone, Doctor Scone. <laughs> yeah, a lot of scones. Yeah, were you gonna ask me something? You're probably gonna ask me if I've had a scone before or some <laughs> like that. I was gonna say, do you like them or not? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, they're all right. Sure, I like it. I like a good scone. Every wouldn't once be my go-to, but yeah. No, no. But if yeah. someone's offering free scones like Tim just did, I'll take it. Yeah, for sure, man. <laughs> Later. You want to know how I got these scones? <laughs> stupid all right uh i'll let you take the next scene while i recover oh i had a question about this okay um, good this set do you think that this is the same set they used for davidson's office yes Uh, i was wondering about those like see-through squares yeah it's just the squares in the back i kind of i kind of think it is just because like what are the chances that they're gonna have that like three years later in another scene I, i i don't know yeah, they kept that one around and wheeled it out for this this episode, so... And sleuths. Um, yeah, okay, picking it up. Uh, did you talk about Tim's Ford story? 
Uh, this is the next scene right here. Oh, okay. All right. Um, so later, Tim um, Tim shares an angry moment, and his angry moment is when he bought something for his Ford, and they they trouble with it, and they wouldn't accept it upon return. He was really frustrated. Um, and then Jill doesn't think he's taking it seriously. Mm. Um, and so she kind of gets a little bit reflective, and, and uh, she shares something personal, and that's that she feels like she has to spell everything out for Tim. Mm. Uh, yeah, which, you know, maybe is true. Uh, Tim, in turn, says that he feels that Jill is very demanding. At, and the group is pretty receptive to that. And uh, he right really starts away. to open up. Yeah, they, they kind of sense it. They don't really like Jill, I guess, uh, seemingly. Or they really favor Tim uh, throughout the, the sessions well, here. Well, Tim's a popular on-air persona, you know? That's true, yeah. Star power and, and such. But, um, yeah, the group's really on Tim's side. And people, people come to his aid. And, and Jill is, she's appropriately frustrated. Yeah, and so in the next scene, it's kind of weird because they do like back to back to back scenes here where they're you know advancing. Yeah, they keep like cutting though. Yeah, it's like later, later, later. I don't know yeah. Why we need that. So the doctor, um, you know, they're talking about expectations, and Tim again kind of deflects and makes a joke, and and Jill says that's just like you. You know, you ask a serious question and you de- deflect to a joke. The doctor again, Doctor Emery, like drills in on Jill and. She says she wishes that he was more in touch with his feelings. She gives this example about how they were on vacation. It was a beautiful night. And she said something like, I never thought I could love anyone as much as I love you. And he said, do you think they rent dune buggies here? Mm-hmm. Not a great response by Tim. No. Uh, she, fe- she felt alone. Yeah. And this is kind of where they're talking about the demanding stuff even more here. And... um well, I guess that kind of com- combined with what you were saying. Sorry. No, it's fine. Yeah, no, it's it's fine. Um, I mean, I think that uh, I feel like Jill is okay. To, she's it's fair that she's mad about that. It's kind of that would be kind of a frustrating situation. I don't know. Yeah, uh, that's that's pretty aloof. I think that's <clears throat> worth bringing up later. But yeah, yeah and then I, then Tim kind of spins off and goes on his stories, and he wins the crowd over. But yeah, yeah, it talks about like how he's. It was indie weekend, and he had no TV, right. uh, TV yeah. or whatever. The women are impressed. Think think Jill is very lucky. So, we move at home. Jill is mad. Um, she's mad at herself. She's mad at Tim. She's mad at the pizza box, and so she shoves that in the trash can. And Wilson overhears, and Wilson's got some things to say. So we'll let him say them. Before you go to the clip, have you? How many times have you shoved a pizza box in the trash? Is that once, like you're coffee pouring, or have you done it more than once? <laughs> I've never had pizza before. Oh man, well we better play a clip. Yeah. Problem, my good neighbor. Ed. The pizza is round. The garbage can is round. Why can't the box be round? <laughs> Well, Jill, from where I stand, I sense that it's more than the pizza box that's troubling you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's a psychologist. You, Tim, that sniveling wimp Howard. (laughs) So I take it the workshop didn't go as swimmingly as you hoped it would. Complete disaster. Tim spent the entire time complaining about me. He said that I have been criticizing him since the day we were married. He even told that wedding story when we were standing in front of the minister, and he said, I do, and I said, you're mumbling? (laughs) Well, I couldn't help myself. He's a mumbler. You felt compelled to remind of this on your wedding day? You know what else he said? He said that I was demanding. You don't think I'm demanding, do you, Wilson? Well, Jim... Well, come on, come on, come on. I don't have all night. (laughs) 
Oh, my God. Did you hear that? Loud and clear. Tim's right. I am. I'm a badgering, nagging shrew. All I'm missing is a rolling pin and a bun in my hair. <laughs> oh, no, I've got the bun! <laughs> Jill, don't you think you're being a little bit hard on yourself? No, no, I'm not. The entire group at Dr. Emery's agreed that I am too critical of Tim. And I've been doing it for 17 years! <laughs> I don't know how to change. I mean, I want to. Well, Jill, that reminds me of a very famous Chinese proverb. A journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Well, maybe the first step should be that I go up and apologize to Tim. Oh, that's a good idea. Oh, by the way, one question. This Dr. Emery, is he a tall, thin, dark-haired gent? Yeah, why, you know it? Oh, very well. As a matter of fact, we competed against each other in a scone bake-off. <laughs> Wilson gets the idea that there's more than just pizza going on here when Jill's a little bit angry. And uh, so... there's a... There's a nit- <laughs> <laughs> Can't talk. <laughs> Forget it. Forget it. It's God. It's God. The God. moment has passed, huh? Yeah, it's God. Nope. All right. Um, so, yeah, Jill shares about how the workshop was a disaster. Tim complained the whole time. And uh, says that I've been criticizing him the whole marriage. And then she says, you know, am I demanding? And then Wilson isn't answering right away, so she says, I don't have all night. Yeah. Jill realizes that, yes, Tim was was right. And she's really hard on him. And uh, she goes really hard on herself here and tries to change, which I guess is a good step. And Wilson says, a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Like that. And, yeah, it's, it's a good advice here. If we had the Wilsonometer, which we don't, we threw that we out. We retired many. that, but if we did, you know, if we had Be. it, it could always come back if you guys wanted it to. <laughs> if we just one person said they wanted to, we'd bring it back. Uh, that would be pretty hot, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um... There also was another joke earlier that I didn't quite get. I had to go back a couple of this times. It's a heady home improvement episode. <laughs> yeah. It says something about, like, germs and Germans, and I was like, what are you oh, guys talking about? Oh, uh, okay. I, I get, with I the Mars explain. rock? I can explain that one. Yeah, Tim was, like, which we skipped over. He was doing this really lame bit where he was, I don't know what he, what he was imitating, but he was doing voices, and he was talking about uh, them finding, uh, like, a crater on the moon that had he said germans but it was actually germs like it was basically saying there's life on other planets it's just a wordplay joke super funny super duper funny good yeah. good writing uh <laughs> so, so, it's, good you, it's always good when you can not understand two or three jokes i went back three times and that's what i thought they were trying to do but i thought oh that they can't be doing that are they and they did so all right so well. jill's inside heads up to the bedroom um tim because he's conditioned to do this i guess he is quick to apologize and says mm-hmm. that he's sorry uh, to which Jill says, no, I, I've been so demanding that that you do this even when you're not wrong. And she apologizes to Tim, and they make up, and all is well. Wow. Yeah, and Tim, there's some funny jokes here where Tim says, like, eventually you'll figure out how to apologize right, because he didn't get a kiss from her or anything, and someday Man. you'll be so good you'll apologize without even meaning it. Oof, yeah, that's scathing. So, scathing. Yeah. Next scene, uh, and this is probably, the bedroom is where the episode should have ended, but we do get some more scenes here. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Emery is with Guys Only Night, and Al is there, Bud's this there. Is, the, is this the scolding off? <laughs> this, I, it must be. I don't know what else it would be. So, the guy, he talks about how guys typically rib each other, but it masks hostility instead. So, 
Tim kind of makes a joke, and he's not being serious here. Al is trying to share, and he's talking about his weight and flannel jokes that are constantly made at his expense by Tim. And Bud even comes to Al's defense here, so Bud yeah, is really Bud's, Bud's there. That's the funniest part. Like, yeah, why? I don't know. He's he, you know he's really clinging to Al ever since Bingo Night. So yeah, right. He came here, uh, and Bud thinks this is <laughs> these jokes might be why Al's mom overeats. I don't yeah. know where. I didn't some get real, that really. Some know. real armchair psychology going on For, right yeah, here. Yeah, uh, he also they also call him Tim the Cruel Man, uh, Taylor, and call it Cruel Time because he's just so rude. Mm-hmm. Uh, and meanwhile, Howard is just he's balling. He's heartbroken. He's heartbroken. Yeah, um, not so good. Really. What's the what? What's the and so they try to dig deep into Tim and figure out what's the problem. You yeah. know, something's behind your pain here. Tim fake cries. You know, you think he's gonna break down and say something serious here, but the bad news is we're out of scones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we roll credits, but there's like a hat. Would, would you call what follows a blooper or not? It kind of just looked like it was cut for time. Yeah, I think they just tried to include it with the credits so they could fit yeah, it in. Yeah, it's Randy at the table, and this is what we wanted the episode to be about was Randy's uh, gotcha journalism tactics mm-hmm. in, the, in the casserole. Um, I don't know what he's talking about. Like, they're using tofu in the lasagna or something? No, I think the developments was the same story. Instead of the it being pork in the pork stew, it's actually uh, tofu. Okay. Yeah. Which I think would make the ladle sharing okay because tofu is vegetarian. Wow. Yeah. I wonder if they'll get into that deeper next episode. I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we roll credits fade to black. And the title of this episode again is Workshop Till You Drop. Pretty good Jordan. title, I would say. Workshop Till It is pretty good, all things considered. Probably better than the episode. Jordan, a nickel for your thoughts. Uh, you know, I, I thought it was okay, you know, might have some rose colored glasses after the last episode, which was yeah. the worst we've ever covered probably. So a little, uh, you know, it was a, a step up from that. There were some jokes that I liked. Um, I, you know, we talked about the bud stuff with Al. That was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't get a lot of episodes where Jill's in the wrong Yeah, and we don't necessarily see that. I don't know that she's really demanding as this episode makes it out to be. Right. But, you know, at least we get a kind of a different type of plot here and, you know, she has to apologize and all that kind of stuff. So it, it was, it was mildly interesting. I would say it's, it's not like an amazing episode. I'm glad I didn't have to go back and watch it twice, I guess, but it was, it was, it wasn't terrible like the last mm. episode. So I enjoyed it. Yeah, I would say this one is very much down the middle for me. It didn't yeah. do it. It didn't do anything that I really liked, uh, but I can't point to anything and say that boy that was really really bad. Um, I laughed a couple of times. I, I wish they maybe would have done more with the group therapy, uh, especially the one with the guys at the end. That was that was kind of dumb. I guess that was sort of bad. But yeah. um, there are some good jokes. Uh, yeah, it's a different kind of idea. Uh, Randy's working for the school paper. I like that development. Bud being kind of down on his luck is sort of funny, but there's there's not a lot of meat on the bone here, but it's fine. It's like you said, after last week's episode in the community uh, theater, uh, old person uh, shtick, I guess this one does seem uh, fair to me. Just, just fair. Yeah. <laughs> just fair. No I was going to ask, gonna ask you uh, about that, what you mentioned with Jill being demanding. Um, this is is she overly demanding? I would say she's appropriately demanding, and Tim is just kind of a buffoon a lot of the time. I, I wouldn't say that she's someone yeah. that is that is overly demanding, though. I would agree. I think she's just calling her husband to step up to the plate, and yeah. uh, he he probably should. Like the story mm-hmm. that she gives is completely like 
Legitimate. I think yeah. legitimate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't, it posits something that we don't necessarily think is true, but mm-hmm. whatever. I guess. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sounds good. All right, man. Well, uh, what's next? Sean's social media corner. If you'd like to reach out to us, go to thehomeandpodcast.com. See our brand spanking new website that's been redesigned. And you can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Home and Podcast. If you'd like to support the show, uh, what are we doing bonus episodes of? Either baseball teams or uh, something else? I don't know. Whatever. Either one we- is going to be a bonus episode, but we are doing uh, Big Trouble. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And we did Twilight Zone. We've done several other ones, which you've heard about before. Go to, to patreon.com slash homeandpodcast. Donate a dollar, just one dollar a month. Uh, that's less than uh, the cup of coffee that I, you know, poured for that, <gasps> that young gentleman. <laughs> like you have any idea how much coffee costs. I don't know. I mean, in that Twilight Zone episode, they are pretty cheap. That's true, yeah. Uh, the price has gone up a little bit. But, a little uh, bit, yeah. yeah. It depends on if you're going to Starbucks or not. That's true, yeah. I don't know. But anyways, a uh, dollar a month, that's, that's nothing. Chump change. You can also support us for free if you don't have chump change. Go to your podcasting app or Apple Podcasts, leave us a review, we're up to 38 now, so shout-outs to everybody who has left a review. Again, if you leave a written review, mm-hmm. Adam will sing a little jingle for you. I'm singing songs, baby. Singing yeah. songs. I think you've done poems. I mean... I'll do I, everything. I won't do beat poetry, though. I am above that. So don't <laughs> try to get me to do any beat poetry. Not my thing. Yeah. Spoken word only. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't go that way. No, not for me. All right. Um, well, uh, yeah, so that's that's social media. Adam... What's going on on Twitter? Jordan, on Twitter, I mean, as promised, mixing it up with country living. Uh, <laughs> I think they probably had to hire a new social media team because I'm just coming at them so fast and furious. Burning the house down. <laughs> um, specifically, I don't really want to, you know, I've been tweet at, tweeting some stuff at them. It's, uh, it just, it's just, you know, fun little banter. I did find something on their website that I thought was really funny. So I did a screen grab and shared it. It was a comment on their uh, contact page, and I'm going to read it, okay? Okay. So this doesn't have anything to do with us, but I just want to read this because it's funny. All right, so this came from Alina. Uh, This is on, like I said, Country Living's contact page, and it's from six days ago. I think it is very disrespectful to have the thanks, but I'll keep wasting my time verbiage if I choose not to subscribe to dinner suggestions. That is very messed up. I don't waste my time because I'm a fantastic cook, and even the notion of my time being wasted if I don't subscribe is rude and disrespectful. Reading your articles could be considered a waste of time, and so is writing this message because it will go unanswered. But be aware that your message of wasting my time if I don't subscribe can be very offensive to some people. This completely turns me off your page and makes sense why I've always avoided it to begin with. Burn! Hey, Elena, come on home and podcast if you want. Oh. <laughs> join, join the alliance. We'd love to have you bash country living live on air. She does not uh, you like know that. what? They, you see that on a lot of different websites. It's become where they really have... a thing where it's like, no, I want to pay too much for. Where it's like, click here to get a deal. No, I want to overpay on something. It it's a bad. Stupid. It's a bad move because I think you you do do what she is positing here, and like basically, even if somebody was interested, they're probably not going to now because you're undermining them. So I don't know. Bad yeah. move. Elena, Elena gets it. Uh, Zachary Ty Bryan, I retweeted this. It's a picture of him with the NSYNC guys. Kind of fun. Kind of a good time. Uh, Other than that, not too much going on this week. But uh, we will have some polls next week. Sounds lovely. Mm -hmm. Adam, do we need to open the mailbag? Yeah, Jared, let's rip open the mailbag. You've got mail. 
All right. First question, Jordan, uh, at Keyshawn Mom. And she kind of answered the question, but I want us to, to answer it as well. She says, what do you do when you're sick at home with the flu? Uh, so that's her question. She says she catches up on her favorite podcast, which is, of course, us. But, uh, Jordan, what do you do when you're sick at home with the flu? Mm. How, do you get, how do you get better? Well, you know, I, I haven't had the flu in a really long time, but I, uh, you know, you get your fluids, you get your rest, all that good stuff. I'm a Jello fan, so I definitely eat some Jello. But mm. yeah, I will, I will lounge. I will try to watch some movies um, yeah. that I like and maybe that I've seen over and over again. Mm-hmm. But I don't really do too much stuff. When I was sick recently, it wasn't the flu, mm-hmm. but it was like the first day of March Madness, so that yeah. was convenient. So I could just mm-hmm. like sit there and feel miserable, but not really feel like I had to move. So yeah. that worked out. But yeah, nothing crazy. Just relax. I remember when I was younger, whenever you were sick, it was yeah. like, oh, you get to watch Wheel of Fortune. That was like the big <laughs> thing. I don't know why. Wheel of but... Fortune sucks, though. <laughs> I don't know why. It was like, oh, 11 o'clock, turn on Wheel of Fortune. But uh, daytime TV, you didn't have streaming. You couldn't go anywhere. So it was either like watch some VHS or watch Wheel of Fortune. So I don't know. I remember one time I was homesick and uh, National Lampoon's vacation came on and I'd never seen it before. I was pretty excited about that. Uh, I really that was a that was a memorable sick day. I really I really enjoyed that. It's uh, it's some there's something to be said for just like oh I had this time dedicated to do yeah. like something like that. Well, it's, it's, and there's a fine line. Like it, you know, it helps if you're not too sick. You're just sick enough to have to relax, but not too sick so that you're actually miserable. Uh, yeah. I want to just say we're not doctors, so uh, if you're sick, you go to the doctor and you get help that way. This is yeah. This is definitely definitely not medical advice. Uh, what do I do? Uh, get some fluids. Get a lot of cough traps, Vicks Vapo Rub, and I veg Ooh. out, bro. I veg out. I do not like Vicks Vapo Rub. Oh man, you're missing out. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. You know, obviously go to a doctor if you're sick, but uh, I like to, I like to just chill. You know, get some Vicks Vapo Rub, some cough traps, some fluids, just hang out. Act what's like a, uh, act, like a ba- act like a baby? You know, that's what I like yeah. to do. Yeah, that's for sure. What's yeah. your What's your brand of cough drops? Oh, I feel like we have the Ricola around here mostly i don't know mm. probably whatever is like vegan <laughs> vegetarian expensive cough drops we probably have those i remember uh not growing the cheap up, kind yeah I, I remember growing up using like the luden's um cherry or whatever which is yeah. basically it's just sugar candy like i don't even know if it was helpful yeah. but but now we're more of a halls type of folk so yeah well, that makes sense uh <laughs> second question comes from at Lil dauber and um she's having did some you problem. say did you say ll dauber or lil dauber the rapper <laughs> i guess it's ll i thought it was a little dauber <laughs> uh, at lil dauber she's having trouble with the polls jordan she says uh have to add the box for voting never have seen any uh jordan this is your mom and she can't vote in our <laughs> polls and my question to you is are you gonna help her uh well i you know you said before you brought this up that you wanted me to give your direct number so i'm gonna do that i'll just <laughs> I'll text. I'll I just want to understand what's happening because you don't have. There should be no boxes you have to add. These polls should just be popping up. That's right. It might be one of those things where uh, she's maybe she needs to. She wants to download the Twitter app or something. I'm not sure. It's uh it's an enigma and a mystery, and I right. will get down to the bottom well, of it. Well, she only brought you into this world, so the least she could do is help her out. <laughs> I never do. <laughs> All right, uh, Jordan. I'm ready for you to ask me a question. Another one. <laughs> oh, good, because. Uh, I've got a lot of them. Adam. Yeah. 
This is a great episode where we talk a lot about therapy. <laughs> what? It was not a great episode. <laughs> In we, both journal- said it was, we both said it was so down the middle. I, <laughs> I've already forgotten it. Journalism, uh, heartbreaks and breakups, uh, tool maintenance. There's a lot in here that we could talk about. Yes. I'm going to ask you about another movie or uh, <laughs> <laughs> that has to do with couples therapy, and that's Couples Retreat. Adam, what's your what's your thought on Couples Retreat? Do you like that movie? Are you a Vince Vaughn fan? Uh, you like John Favreau, Phase on Love? I know you love Phase on Love. The movie sucks. Um, <laughs> I remember being really disappointed when I saw it in theaters. Did we uh, see that together in theaters? Entirely possible. It's a stacked cast. You have like, oh man, what? J- uh, Jason Bateman's in it. Kristen Bell. Um, uh, what's her face from Sex and the City? It's a good cast. Um, mm-hmm. But that movie stinks. Yeah, it's not funny. They're just fighting the whole time. Uh, I remember there's a scene that they have to play Guitar Hero, so it's instantly kind oh. of dated. Uh, just you don't ever want to do that in your movie. Just FYI, make a comedy that hinges on something like that. It's just not going to work out. Um, Wasn't that guy's good... name Stan with a C or something like that? Yeah, Stan with a C. That guy is he's in the Tick now. He's all right. he's kind of funny. Peter Sarah, yeah. Seraph and then something. Uh, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, it is that is sort of that that joke you just said is sort of funny. But no, the movie kind of sucks. Um, I'm a Vince Vaughn fan, yeah, uh, I, I definitely wasn't even bigger Vince Vaughn fan, probably like most people, but um, yeah, I think he's interesting still to this date. I like most of those people, um, John Favreau, you know, he mostly is doing direction, uh, directing work these days, but uh, Phase on Love, you know, I love The Replacements, the Keanu Reeves football movie, uh, that was like my favorite movie when I was 12, and he and his, he and his twin brother in the movie are, uh, they're, they're guards for... Uh, or Shane Falco, uh, so I do like him, but uh, not so much in that one. It's it's a it's a fine movie, Jordan. What do you, what about you? Yeah, I was gonna say, I, I don't I don't mind it maybe as much as you do, but I was looking and on Rotten Tomatoes it has an approval rating of eleven percent. That checks out. It's pretty bad, man. If you rewatched it, I think you would find yeah, it. Yeah, it's super boring. It's just like really boring, which is the worst thing a comedy can mm, be. Yeah. yeah, I guess if you're not. Yeah, if if it's a comedy and it's just not funny, you're in trouble. So, I don't know. There it looks like there were some. Uh... Oh man, there's some weird stuff I'm reading on Wikipedia right now that I don't even want to say on air. But uh, yeah, I do remember seeing that in theaters as well, which makes me think we had to have seen it together, but maybe we didn't. It seems strange that we would this see it in theaters. It separately. came out like uh, our freshman year of college, so yeah, I I buy that. Um... I'm curious what you don't want to bring up, but uh, <laughs> we'll know, talk about that okay. off air. Oh, <laughs> I see it. Yeah, okay. We'll <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't want to talk about that, oh, huh? Man, no, better not. Yeah, no. Let's um, just say this is this could be a second edition of Legal Eagle, and we're not going to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Disney. I don't know if Disney has anything to do with this movie, but they might have to be paying out somebody else. Um, Jordan, I wish that every week you would just take a movie that's kind of like the plot and then ask me what I think of it. I like that kind of question a lot more than any kind of personal <laughs> questions. <laughs> Well, I can make that happen, so no, we'll see what happens right. next time. It's my turn, uh, okay? Good question, yeah. Jordan, what are we covering next week? Burning love. Oh, sounds sexy. Mm-hmm. Home, and, home and podcast after dark. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, all right. Well, Jordan, thank you for joining me. Listeners, thank you for listening, and I guess I should say take care. Take care, everyone. Mm-hmm.